Ladies and gentlemen, Breakfast with Friends on CCFM 107.5. Good morning and welcome to Michael Swain. Michael Swain heads up the Freedom of Religion South Africa organization. Michael, always a privilege to be chatting to you. Great to be with you, Jonathan, and thanks for having me on the show. Great pleasure. So, Michael, the COVID-19 vaccine has been a hot topic for many weeks, months, as a matter of fact, and uh, you and the organization and, and the people at Freedom of Religion have highlighted some concerns, and uh, specifically with our vaccine that we're going to be using in South Africa. Yes, we started to write to the president because there's obviously a tremendous benefit in the vaccine. I mean, the vaccine potentially has an ability to quickly take us to the herd immunity levels. And it is nothing short of miraculous that this vaccine has been developed in the time frame within which it has. It's typically in times past would take sometimes 10, even longer years to develop a vaccine. And so this is really a, an extraordinary breakthrough in that sense. And I think we're extremely fortunate and blessed to have vaccines. Um, but that having been said, th there are questions around the actual vaccine, particularly the manufacturer of the vaccine. And I think that's one of the conscientious objection concerns which uh, Christians do have and people of all faiths have. Um, you know, th there are actually four different vaccines that we're typically talking about here. The one is, of course, the uh, Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, and then there is the uh, Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Then there's the Pfizer-BioNTech uh, vaccine. And then there's the Moderna vaccine. So we have four different vaccines. And you know, in different portions, uh, some of these are coming to South Africa. Um, the, the one where there's been a question mark has been the uh, Oxford-AstraZeneca one, because uh, apparently the doses there are not as protective against the South African variant. And so... But nevertheless, South Africa does have vaccinations coming in. Uh, we do have a vaccination uh, plan. The president has announced that. And he has said, I think very importantly, uh, that there is no plan to make uh, vaccinations mandatory. Mm. So what are the concerns that freedom of religion does have? Well, one of the concerns is that uh, a couple of these vaccines have been developed uh, using some form of fetal tissue or fetal cells, perhaps is the better way of putting it. And of course, that means that they have been uh, involved the use of some form of uh, aborted uh, fetal tissue, which of course many pro-life Christians have sincere and, and deeply held objections and concerns to that. And so in, in our letter to the president, we specifically asked that the president would consider these conscientious objection issues that may well arise, because obviously, the important thing is to encourage people to have the vaccination. And if they're going to do something which potentially puts them off the vaccine, for example, it's derived from what they would see uh, an, an aborted baby, or aborted baby has been used in, in, in any measure, even in the smallest measure, which is, of course, it is a tiny measure. I mean, a, a, fe a fetal you know, cell is, is, is a very significant uh, or insignificant, in a sense, uh, aspect, but nevertheless. Um, so, yeah, they... We've said to the president, be aware of the fact that these are issues and concerns and maybe help let that guide your vaccination strategy in terms of what you buy and how you roll this out. And so what are you hoping that the president will do and what were the specific requests made to the president? Well, specifically that uh, he, he would, for example, the two vaccines in question, the, uh, the Oxford AstraZeneca uh, vaccine and the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, both used 
uh, cell lines and the development and production of their vaccines, whereas other vaccines like the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine do not use these cell lines. And so we, we are simply saying, number one, uh, you know, don't make this, uh, you know, like a, a priority, particularly don't try and push these vaccinations onto people because there, there will be, I think, um, resistance. And from a conscientious objection point of view, that would be understandable. And again, the president yeah. has said that there's not going to be any form of compulsion to make the vaccinations mandatory. Um, but at the same time, you know, one of the problems, I think, and it's, I believe, going to be a problem because it's demonstrated that internationally, is that you have a situation uh, in other countries where, for example, companies will say, well, you must have a vaccine. Um, yeah. Or you need to have proof of a vaccine to go to a shopping centre or go to a restaurant or that sort of thing. And so, you know, again, this is almost like a through the back door form of compulsion. And therefore, all the more important that there aren't any uh, conscientious objections uh, which people can legitimately have. But there are, of course, other objections too. I mean, you know, the, the, the one objection that people do have, and I think it's a one which certainly must be considered, is that there is no study, naturally, on the long-term effect and impact of these vaccines. And so people have mm-hmm. concerns around that. Uh, and then people also, in some instances, have concerns around their simply their constitutional freedom and security of the person, which is Section 12 of the Constitution. In other words, that includes the right to control uh, your own body, and that must be respected. And that, of course, includes whether or not to have an injection. So these are obviously issues that have to be considered, and I think um, sympathetically so, because the most important thing, of course, I think, is that people do um, understand the benefits of of this vaccination uh, in terms of not only their own health risks, but the potential of maybe then transferring if they do contract the virus, uh, the virus to others as well, who may be more vulnerable than they are. Yeah. Again, we would like to just ask, could you give us the website address if people want to find out more, if they want to find out more about the organization and especially this topic? Yeah, I think particularly that there's a opportunity for an online uh, comment going around uh, organized by an organization called Dear SA. And I, I think I sent you the link to that. And if I didn't, I will send it to you again. Uh, But again, that is an opportunity, which I think is important that we have as the public to have our voices heard and to have our say and to influence potentially government policy and their decisions. So that link you can have. Uh, And also, of course, please uh, go to our website, www.forsa, our Facebook page, Freedom of Religion SA, and stay informed. You can see also a copy of the letter there uh, that we wrote to the president on this matter. Michael Swain, always a privilege to chat to you. Thank you for your time and have a wonderful day. Thank you, Jonathan. God bless. Breakfast with Friends, exclusive to CCFM 107.5.